Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Good morning, Muskoka, and happy Saturday morning. I'm Kelly, local art therapist and phototherapy specialist here in downtown Huntsville. And I'm your host of Mental for Art, the show that offers creative alternatives to talking it out. As you know, or most of you know, some of you are new to the show, which is wonderful. Um, So for those of you who are new to the show, this show is about you and your daily concerns. And I'm just sitting here on the other side of the mic to support you with those concerns using a variety of art or photo-based activities. So it's just a little something for me to you to help you see when you're stuck, where you're stuck, help you change your focus, and perhaps help you view your world just a little bit differently. So having said that, um, let's dive right into this week's episode and topic of conversation, which comes to us from one of our new listeners who is currently struggling with some uncomfortable feelings around betrayal. And this is a great topic. I'm really glad that this has come up. I'm not glad that, you know, this listener is experiencing this, but it's good that it came up because, you know, I'm going to say this, I can say that you're not alone in your feelings or your experience of betrayal, because at some point in all our lives, most of us will have experienced this at one time or another and in one form or another, because betrayal comes in many different forms. And I think I read not too long ago an article that talked about, I don't know, 13, maybe 15 different types of betrayal. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of betrayal. And, you know, all joking aside, betrayal is prevalent. Um, it happens a lot. It, it's sometimes inevitable in a relationship and not just, you know, between partners and spouses, but in any kind of a relationship. And betrayal, it's hard because it's one of the most painful, hurtful pains one, you know, one can experience in life. So, you know, finding out that you've been betrayed is really painful because finding out that someone you put all your trust in did something that potentially has the power to destroy the relationship you have together the relationship that perhaps you've spent many years building, which can make that kind of an act of betrayal one of the most devastating losses that a person can experience. So betrayal is, it's, it's a tough one. You know, because to be betrayed, one must first experience trust in their betrayer. I mean, it's almost impossible to be betrayed if you don't trust the individual in the first place. So that act of betrayal is really the violation of trust. And again, I'm not just talking about betrayal that involves cheating on a partner or a spouse. That's a terrible one and it's a tough one, but because that's that's only one type of betrayal. It's a big one, like I said, no doubt, but it's not the only one because there are many types of betrayal that go far beyond sex and can be far more complex than we think. You know, for instance, what about the betrayal between a child and a parent? What about when a child is betrayed, when he or she is is abused by a parent or parents that are supposed to love, they're supposed to support, nurture, and protect them? You know, and I'm not just talking about physical abuse. 
But I'm also talking about mental abuse, which can be even more harmful. So perhaps what I should have started with was the definition of betrayal. Because perhaps knowing that betrayal is defined as the act of breaking or violation of a presumptive contract, trust, or confidence that produces moral and psychological conflict within a relationship between individuals, organizations, or between individuals and organizations, perhaps that would have been helpful in your understanding of how painful and personal betrayal is. Because as I say, betrayal doesn't just happen between a spouse and their partner. Betrayal happens when someone you trusts, trust, lies to you, cheats on you, you know, abuses you or hurts you by putting their own self-interest and needs first. So I feel for our listener, you know, I feel for our listener who is currently going through an act of betrayal and the pain that's accompanying that, you know, the pain that's coming up, the anger, the disillusionment, the hurt, the heartbreak, the bitterness, and even the resentment that can follow that betrayal. You know, I myself has had just recently experienced an act of betrayal um, by a good friend of mine, a friend I had known for years and one that I trusted without hesitation, one that I thought had my back as much as I had hers. But sadly, I was wrong. Sadly, I found out that she had betrayed my, tr my trust in her by sharing some information with one of her friends that I had explicitly asked her not to. So I'm not going to go into details, but suffice to say that this was a work-related incident. So she really broke my trust. And the worst part of it was, had she not been the one to put me in an uncomfortable and awkward position to begin with, there never would have been anything for her to have kept quiet or kept secret. So how did this leave me feeling besides betrayed? Well, I guess it left me feeling um, a bit angry somewhat sad, definitely disappointed, and, well, funny enough, even a little guilty. So let me just run through the emotions that came up for me and why, as I, I think it might be helpful to those of you, especially our listener who wrote in, um, you know, those of you who have experienced betrayal, to know that these emotions, the ones that, that I mentioned, and even more, are normal. And they're to be expected when someone betrays your trust. They're inevitable. So let's start with why I was angry. Well, I was angry because she put me in a situation that I never should have been put in in the first place. I was angry because now I'd have to be the one to say something to her because she would eventually notice perhaps we weren't spending as much time together or communicating as much. She'd notice a difference in my behavior, you know, my demeanor with her and ask why. So now I was in an uncomfortable position where I had to say something. And I was also angry because the whole situation could have been avoided had she kept her promise. And yet now she had created an uncomfortable and awkward relationship between us. So why was I sad? Well, because I enjoyed her company and her friendship. We'd had a lot of good times together. We'd been friends forever. And I couldn't foresee that happening again since the trust was broken. And so I felt sad about that and the loss of a relationship that was really important to me, even special to me. 
And so why was I disappointed? Well, because she broke my trust, plain and simple. I didn't expect that from her. And we often don't expect it from, from the person that betrays us. So why was I feeling guilty? Well, and, and this is a good question because it probably sounds funny for me to say that as it wasn't me who did the betraying, but I felt guilty because I was pulling away. I, I could feel myself pulling away and I knew she could feel it. And despite her having broken my trust, I still cared about her and her feelings. So when I think of you, the listener that wrote in, I think of you with empathy and complete understanding. I think of you feeling, you know, similar things as I did and, and not knowing what to do with those feelings and emotions that are surfacing for you as a result of the, the betrayal that you just experienced. You know, I think of you and I remember there are ways in which you can support yourself through this uncomfortable experience and this unfortunate experience. There are things you can do to get yourself back to a place of trust. Maybe not with that individual, depending on how severe it is, but within yourself so that this situation doesn't cloud other important relationships you have in your life. And so I'm going to leave you here with that thought, how a betrayal can affect other relationships in your life so that you can ponder over some of your own experiences with betrayal and reflect on the feelings and emotions that came up for you. You know, reflect on how that act of betrayal changed your relationship with that person or changed the way you view relationships altogether. Because the act of betrayal can affect not just the relationship in question, but all your relationships, as it can create uncertainty in your mind, leaving you wondering about any and all relationships you have and whether or not those individuals can be trusted. So sadly, betrayal can have a really negative ripple effect, leaving you feeling unsure and guarded. So again, I want you to think back on your experience or experiences with betrayal and just notice what feelings or emotions come into play. What changes or differences came about for you or between you as a result of having been betrayed? Okay, so let's stop here and take a, a quick break. And when we return, I will do my best as, as per to offer you a creative activity or process to help support your outlook on trust and relationships in general. So go grab a glass of water or a cup of coffee or tea, use the powder room or whatever you need to do and ponder some of those current or previous experiences with material and then meet me back here for some creative tips. I'll see you soon. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome back to Mental for Art. I'm Kelly, your host and local art therapist, phototherapy specialist. If you just tuned into the show, you have a baker's dozen of episodes of Mental for Art to look forward to and to catch up on. And I just want to say welcome to all our new listeners and thank you because I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to talk with you about, you know, everyday concerns that you're facing and, and offer you some creative alternatives and approaches to how those concerns you know, are affecting you and how you work through them. So again, if you're just tuning in today, we're talking about betrayal, something a lot of us have gone through or experienced at one time or another. And it's an experience that can be quite painful. 
Now, this topic of conversation for today's show came to us from one of our new listeners who is currently struggling with some uncomfortable feelings and heightened emotions around having been betrayed. And as I previously mentioned, you know, I think it's pretty safe to say that you're not alone out there in your feelings or your experience with betrayal because at some point or another, most of us have or will have experienced some kind of act of betrayal. Why? Well, because betrayal happens more often than we think. And because betrayal isn't just about cheating. Betrayal comes in many different forms and happens in many different um, ways in relationships. For instance, you know, betrayal can occur, as I said before, between a child and a parent, between a parent and a child, between partners or spouses, between friends and coworkers, between family members, between neighbors, and so on. The act of breaking someone's trust isn't exclusive to a marriage, as in the form of cheating. You know, betrayal can and does happen in all walks of relationships, and it's painful when it happens. So I feel for you, listener, because betrayal involves trust, something we, you know, involves trust, something we trust we can count on in relationships we have. And when someone you trust lies to you, cheats on you, abuses you or hurts you by putting their own needs and self-interest first, it hurts. It really hurts. So, as I say, I really feel for you, you know, um, for you and, and what you're currently trying to process, you know, that act of betrayal that, that you experienced and the pain that has come up and accompanied that, you know, the anger, the disillusionment, the hurt, the heartbreak, the bitterness, the resentment that I was talking about, all that that follows it. So, what do we do or what can you do or what can we do to get through or over that act of betrayal? What can we do to mend our hearts and prevent our becoming disillusioned overall? What can we do so that, you know, trust in general with everyone we know doesn't become a concern or a problem for us? What can we do to avoid having this one act of betrayal affect all our relationships? Well, if a, if a relationship is going to recover from an act of betrayal, it will have a lot to do, and, and hear this, it will have a lot to do with how the betrayer responds to the situation, you know, responds to your pain and your hurt over what they did. In other words, the more open and non-defensive they are, the more likely it will be that you will be able to forgive and, and resolve that relationship. Now, I know that sounds one-sided, and perhaps it is. It sounds like it's all one-sided, that the betrayer has to be you know, step up. And, and so they should, but you have to be open. You have to be honest and non-defensive and engaged in the conversation as well. If it's going to survive the betrayal, both parties have to be open to that because if it's going to be about lies and denials and finding excuses and accusations or ways to cover up the transgression, you know that this will cause more harm than that that came from the betrayal itself. Because let's not forget that some betrayals go without ever being found out. And while it may seem or feel as though you got away with something, that lie will always be there, causing damage to the foundation of all your relationships. Trust will inevitably be sacrificed, even if the offense or secret, or whatever it happens to be, goes undetected. Because the changes in your behavior or demeanor 
as a result of having to keep that lie or secret will show. The person that you're in the relationship, they'll notice the differences. They'll notice changes. So it's much better to come clean and it's much better to talk about it or at least find a way to share openly and honestly and non-defensive how you're feeling. So let's get back to what we can do to move on from a betrayal so that it doesn't affect our relationships, you know, in general. So, so that trust doesn't become an issue for us and get in the way or complicate all of our other relationships. Because conflict is a natural part of every relationship. It just is. You will always have differences of opinions, different values, beliefs, and even philosophies of life. But again, when these differences are openly discussed with respect and clarity and non-judgment and, and undefensive, it's possible to overcome the betrayal and improve your relationships overall. So one of the most important things you can do to support your own healing and the healing of the relationship is to openly talk about it. Share your feelings, your hurts, your concerns, your anger, your disappointment. Share it all. Just dump it all out. Because if you keep it inside, it's going to stay inside. It's not going to go anywhere and it's going to come up again. So share it all. Now, I know for some of you, this might pose um, a challenge of its own, as not everyone will be open to talking about it. And that's fair, you know, because sometimes the hurt is too big for words. Sometimes the hurt and anger and disappointment will leave you wanting to just end the relationship. And while that might be for the best in some cases and situations, depending on, you know, what's happened, because sometimes it is, it's still vitally important that you get out how you're feeling, that you share how what they did to you left you feeling. Because when you don't, that's when trust becomes an overall concern. That's when trust or lack of seeps its way, and this is the ripple effect, seeps its way into all our relationships, affecting how you interact with others in your life how you see them, how you feel about them, how strong a connection you can have, or more importantly, are willing to make. So they may have never broken your trust, but if you don't talk about it or get it out somehow, they'll end up carrying some of that hurt and blame that should have been directed at the betrayer. So get it out. I can't emphasize that enough. So if you're not a talker, what else can you do to heal from betrayal? If you yourself or the person who broke your trust doesn't want to talk about it, well, there are some practical methods for using art and photography to process betrayal. So firstly, you can use a pencil and paper and roughly sketch yourself, your entire body, and then fill in that figure of yourself with all the emotions and feelings you're experiencing as a result of that betrayal. You, you can do this with words or you can use sim symbolism. You know, so you can write down angry or you can create an image that represents anger. You can even, you know, put a collage in it if you want. Um, but be sure to place them where you feel them in your body the most. This is really important. Identify where you're feeling that emotion in your body. So, for instance, if you're experiencing anger, where are you feeling it the most? Is it in your stomach, your hands, your shoulders? identify where you're feeling it 
and write or draw that feeling on the figure where it belongs. Because identifying where these emotions and feelings reside within you can help identify what, what might also help you process or overcome the specific feelings you're having around the betrayal. So for instance, if you're feeling angry and you feel that anger is residing in your hands, then grab some clay to sculpt that anger or perhaps a punching bag to release it. You know, if you're feeling your anger in your feet, then go for a good run or kick a soccer ball around until that anger diminishes or disappears. Wherever you're feeling those emotions within your body should be where you place them on the sketch and then zero in on those body parts and the emotions attached to them and use a physical act to release them. You know, perhaps you're feeling it in your heart. Let's say the sadness you're experiencing happens to be the most prevalent emotion for you. Then try applying some heat or a heating pad on your chest. Warming the area where you're feeling the pain and hurt can help. And so on, you know, with every, every emotion you're feeling that's residing in your body, use a physical act or outlet to help release it. Now, another good tactic for releasing betrayal and rebuilding trust is through photographs. Find a photograph of the person who betrayed you and place it on a large sheet of paper. Sit with that image of your betrayer for a while. Sit with it until you can get in touch with all the feelings and emotions that have come up as a result of that betrayal. Then using other photographs or photographs from books or magazines, collage the feelings that came up for you when you looked at your betrayer or the emotions that have surfaced as a result. Collage the experience in its entirety. You know, it doesn't have to be a literal representation, just a collaged representation that evokes the same intensity of feelings and emotions that you're experiencing. Then sit with that visual, visual representation until the intensity begins to subside or lose its impact. Now, that's an important step. Sit with it until the intensity begins to subside or lose its impact. Once it begins to subside or lose its impact, I want you to remove the photograph of your betrayer and replace it with a photograph of yourself. And I know this probably sounds odd and you're saying what? But given what the collage represents, it's going to sound odd. But sometimes it can be beneficial to see ourselves in the role of the betrayer to know and develop the understanding that even we are capable of breaking someone's trust and probably have at one time or another. Because this awareness can really help with the healing process. It can really help with, you know, sitting down and talking with this person and having an understanding for where, where they're coming from and what happened. Now, there are a lot of other creative techniques, but for the sake of time, these are just two that I recommend trying. However, if you're feeling really creative and playful, try making puppets of yourself and the betrayer and act out the betrayal. Again, adding an element of play to a serious situation can help lessen the emotional impact just enough for you to be able to see it for what it was and work through it and process it. So there you have it. A few creative approaches for dealing with betrayal that may or may not work for you, but are definitely worth a try. So to you, our new listener, I hope this was helpful. And I hope that you can find a way to move past your pain not for the sake of your betrayer, but for the sake of yourself and, and for the sake of all your relationships. And that, my Saturday morning friends, brings us to the end of this month's episode of Mental for Art. So I look forward to meeting you back here again next month when I will address yet another common concern and offer more creative approaches for you to try. So keep your emails coming. 
I love reading them and I love brainstorming creative ideas to support you with them. So send them to me at Kelly at pictureyourselfwell.com using the subject line Mental for Art. And until then, this is Kelly, your host of Mental for Art, wishing you all positive growth and healing and the opportunity to heal from the betrayal you've experienced. And remember, trust is fragile, so treat it with love and respect. Have a wonderful month, everyone. And remember that the best way to put a little happiness in your day is to color someone else's. So keep coloring it forward, and I'll see you soon. Bye.